New year, new you. We hear this every single year about setting resolutions. We'll tell you what, we are going to kick that out the door and we are going to set intentional strategy in our business. Join me in this episode because we are continuing on our business strategy talk of how to create a solid business plan so that you can thrive, not just survive this year. Welcome to the Business Bites Podcast, the podcast for busy entrepreneurs. Whether you're an online entrepreneur or seeking after brick and mortar success, this podcast brings you quick bites of content so you can learn and grow anywhere you are. Now here's your host, Rachel Brainke. Welcome to a new year, friends. If you're listening to this when I publish this podcast, my name is Rachel Brinke, and I am the host of the Business Bites podcast, which is where you are right now. Whether you're consuming this middle of the year or the first of the calendar year, I am kicking off an entirely new plan for all of you listening to go on the path that I use in my own businesses. Because here is the deal. The whole point of me getting into entrepreneurship, no matter what industry I've been in, I've owned a co-working space, online apparel store, online education, I own a law firm, I have done it all. Well, not at all, but a lot, a lot of different industries, products, service, all these different types. And one thing that I've realized is over the years, as I have fine-tuned my process, I have been repeatedly doing some of the same things. And I sat down because I was like, you know what? During pandemic this past year, so many people reached out and were like, I just can't take this worry of whether or not I'm going to have a job to go back to. Or they're like, you know, I've been working this entrepreneurship path and I just really want to elevate and get to where I want, which if you have noticed, real business, real life is what I stand for. You know, I got an entrepreneurship because I wanted to help others. I didn't know what it looked like at the time. So I started with an online apparel store and was barely making 300 a month. And that was when I was really starting to turn a profit. Before that, it was sinking a lot of money into the business, as I'm sure a lot of you are finding that you're doing in some areas. Well, that is some of what I want us to try to get rid of this year for you. But in order for us to even get into talking about offerings and pricing and marketing and branding and all of the other key things that are important, we have to dig into the fundamental basics of the structure of our business plan. So we can't even jump to actually creating the plan yet. We have to create this structure so that we're able to walk through and have a lens and a mindset and a perspective so that when we make those decisions into creating the business plan, we know what we're doing, right? So we have already seen one of the craziest years. And I understand that if you're listening to this when it's actually published, you may feel a little jaded about going into the new year. If you're someone that has just been drowning in entrepreneurship or you're just completely overwhelmed with entrepreneurship, let's just take a minute to pause and let's just breathe and let's just set it that, you know what, new year. Again, whether we're doing this at the beginning of the calendar year or we're doing this at the end, in the middle of the year, whenever your year with me is starting by listening to this, let's set this intention that we want to thrive and not just survive that we want to put a business structure and plan in place so that we can have a real business and a real life. Because that was my goal. 
is in the beginning, as much as I loved business then and I love business now, I want to have a structure so that I can live the real life that I want. And for me, that is a virtual, flexible, um, being able to work when I want, be here for my kids, compete with Team USA, be in charge of my own business, businesses, pad my own pockets and dreams, and not of some faceless corporation. So that's just a quick and dirty of kind of what I look for with my real life. Sounds kind of pie in the sky, but I have some very tangible goals within that as well. So I'm sharing all this to say we're digging in here and continuing on this strategy of formulating the structure so we can create our business plan for 2021 or whenever you're listening. So uh, the last episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, head on back to rachelbrangy.com forward slash EPI 146. It is create your 2021 business plan in 10 minutes. And this was the kickoff to this episode series. And we walk through needing to create a client avatar evaluating your unique serving position, creating a list and identifying the proper offerings because there is a strategy way to doing it and also having a proper simplified marketing theme list. So in this episode, I want to get in quick and dirty here and give you guys some things to think about when it comes to like the consumer avatar. So let's center ourselves on just that portion of this formula. And again, this is the foundation I use for whenever I'm going to write a social media post produce a podcast, take an opportunity such as a speaking engagement, take on a client, etc. I want to think of the consumer avatar plus my unique selling serving proposition plus how can I offer and fulfill that as well as how can I educate and serve within a theme because then it's better well received. So part one of this is the consumer avatar. This is, you've probably heard it in all different types of variations from other people in business who could have MBAs. I have an MBA. Business school was kind of a waste of time. I've been joking a lot lately. Don't get an MBA, get an RBA because we have our Real Biz Accelerator program, which is 52 weeks of way more in depth than what we're talking on here uh, that is open for enrollment on rachelbranke.com. But so don't get an MBA, get an RBA, but you don't need that if you can sit down and kind of walk through this next process. I want you to visualize that we are in a time where we're able to go to conferences or events, huge like networking event. You're looking to get into a active, loud ballroom with a bunch of people, maybe like expo style. And you're going armed with your marketing materials, your, uh, your brochures, pens, little koozies, whatever it is that you're handing out. And you walk in and you hear this loud noise just roaring around you. You see all these people, all this activity and flurry. And you're like, oh man, I got to make the most of it. Look at all these people here. I got to talk to all of them. I got to get rid of all this marketing uh, materials that I have. I am just armed with bags of stuff. I just got to give it all away. So you start running around furiously all over the expo center, the banquet room, whatever it is that you're visualizing. You're handing this there. You're handing that there. You're just barely getting to know, oh, your name's Sally? Well, my name's Rachel. Here's a business card. Okay, talk to you soon. Then you're running over, hey, Jim, guess what? My name is Rachel Branke. Great to meet you. Have a koozie. Yes, I am an attorney. Yes, I could help you. Let me talk to you later. And you're running here and there and everywhere. And then you realize, oh, oh, I'm exhausted. I can't keep running like this. So what do you do? You stop. And you're like, all right, well, instead of me going to them, I'll have them just try to come to me. So you stand in the center of the expo room. Again, it's so loud, it's deafening. And you just start yelling what your unique serving position is, which we talk about in the next episode. But you just start yelling, this is what I can do. This is your problem. This is what I can do for you to help solve that problem. But hardly anybody blinks an eye. A couple people get kind of agitated. They kind of look your way. 
and you start to walk towards them, but they turn away. So you've wasted that energy and focus and time. All right. Do you guys see where I'm trying to visualize and go with this? If you're trying to talk to everyone, you're not going to have the quality connections. You're going to have waste of resources, waste of time and energy trying to scream out to the masses. And that's what happens when you don't visualize a very specific and create a very specific consumer avatar. This is the avatar. Remember back in like MySpace and message board days when you could create your avatar? You didn't get to upload a profile picture then. You got to be whoever you wanted. Well, we're creating that visual representation, this avatar, but it's also not going to be visual. It's also going to be um, internal and intrinsic type of values and demographics as well. And we're creating this so we know exactly who we're going to talk to. Because let's contrast this expo example with you walk into the expo, still loud, all loud as all get out. But you already know visually who you're trying to talk to. Maybe you serve um, specifically like myself, female entrepreneurs. I mean, I do work with male entrepreneurs too, but guess what? I'm going to walk in. I'm going to start looking for female entrepreneurs. I typically work with folks that are in their middle 30s, typically moms, don't have to be, but they have, um, they may have children at home in school. You can typically pick out the moms in a crowd. I'm going to look for that Sally and Jane or whoever to go up to. Because instead of running around the expo and yelling and just spending a little bit of time with each person, I can very thoughtfully walk down the very direct channels, the very direct rows. As let's equate this to like, I know that Jane's going to be on Pinterest or Jane's going to be on Instagram, right? So the expo is the whole marketplace and your people are there. You need to identify who you're talking to. And by knowing that, you also know where to go to talk to them and how to talk to them. So what I want y'all to do in this first step is really dig into creating this consumer avatar. I want you to visualize a bunch of the different uh, physical characteristics, emotional characteristics, financial characteristics, and additional demographics that you want them to to have. Now, this isn't necessarily mean you're going to exclude everybody, but you are definitely going to be able to talk to because if you try to talk to everyone, you talk to no one, as we've seen through this example. But if I'm able to very specifically have this in mind, I can walk into the expo room and go, oh, I only need to talk to five Janes. I know exactly what they look like. I know exactly where they are. And I can commit to having a longer, more connected relationship with them so that I can uniquely serve them, like we're going to talk about in this next episode. Now, mind you, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, what I just talked about, I understand it's okay. You know, one of the things that I extensively discuss with this, like this permeates everything in all my teachings. Right now, we also have our Real Biz Challenge, which is a free three-day challenge that you can use with this structure, what I'm teaching here, but it digs into more of who are you? Who do you want to serve? And getting into very specific type of questions. Because even though I may have gone to business school, really a lot of what I'm bringing you all through the podcast, through the Real Biz Challenge, through Real Biz Accelerator, the 52-week program, is I am bringing you all the experiences and lessons that I've had. And we want to reach to attract people and repel others. In fact, one of the greatest examples of this is that in my avatar list that I very specifically walk through in RBA, in this avatar list that I have you all work through, and I do this myself every single year, and I also use it as a guidepost to make sure I'm attracting the right people and repelling the wrong people, is I've had ads running for Real Biz challenge for the free challenge that we have. And I very specifically chose a photo of me in ripped jeans, 
pair of heels and like a black blazer jacket because it was a kind of a combination of visual representation of myself, of creative and lawyer and entrepreneur and all of this together. And I'm making kind of like a funny face of, oh, are you overwhelmed or frustrated? Because that's kind of how the ads start, right? And it is to convey the emotion, but it's also to repel people that would not be interested in my type of personality, right? You know, all of you listening may not necessarily care for the ripped jeans and um, high heels, but I'll tell you what, when I have people that reach out and take time specifically on paid ads, because they're also entrepreneurs, so they know that they're paid ads, just sit there and say to me, oh yeah, your, your jeans and heels are not a thing for me, I'm out. I tell them thank you, and I'm thanking myself for qualifying them. Now, some of you listening may not be that interested in that kind of aesthetic style. You don't have to be in that kind of clothing style, but what is important with this is there were other things about me that attracted you. Maybe you ended up here because you came through an ad or because you have followed me for a while or you've been on social or wherever it is, but there are very specific reasons we do things, and one of the cornerstone pieces of that is this consumer avatar. So please, and we I do this every year, I want you to put this into your schedule of doing this on a routine basis. And like I kind of just quickly mentioned before, it's because you're going to use it as a guidepost in the future. Not just now on every decision you make. When I sit down to create an ad, social media post, blog post, business opportunity, new product, new service, anything, not only do I use this client avatar that I've dug through on this sheet of, but I'm also going to use it as a barometer. When I start seeing that I'm getting an influx of consumers and there seems to be friction or I just don't seem to be providing the, the solution to their problem or that's one of the things that I can look at and go, am I doing something wrong in my marketing or messaging or whatever action it is that is not drawing the consumer that I want? So that is why this is so important. I hope that you guys will sit down after this episode, go through that visualization again, and when you get to the part of being in the loud room, but very specifically looking who you're going to talk to, start jotting down the things that you want. Visualize them. Give them a name. I talk to Ava every single time that I'm going to create a piece of content just like this. So this is how I want y'all to structure and work through this and join us. Now, I want you still to work on this anyways, but I also want y'all to come and join while we have the free Real Biz Challenge open. We walk through um, and add on to this, the structure for the year. You know, we go through the different, uh, what do we visualize a real business to be? What do we visualize our real life to be? And I share with you, I'm my own case study in it. I share with you, I'm transparent about where I've been, where I'm going. I share a lot more of my story there. Because you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that they see me now and they're I'm on they're like, oh you're on chapter 20 and you have all these income streams. You shattered the seven figure ceiling, blah blah blah, right? I'm like, yes, but I started at $300 a month, barely being able to make ends meet. And that was even when we finally started profiting, like I mentioned that before. Before that, I was waiting tables in the evening so that we didn't have to pay for childcare in the daytime, went to school online during the day, took care of our son, and then was gone in the evenings waiting tables and reinvesting all that money into business. And the thing, the why I share that story is, and this is also another thing that the person commented on my ad is you don't have to be this amazingly unique, talented person to be successful. I always say I'm just an average person making a special choice. 
right? And I feel like many of the people that come into the Real Biz Challenge or all the clients that I've worked with in the past on your businesses and so forth is, yeah, we're all smart. We're all excited and passionate, but we may not necessarily be Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, or any of those. And that's okay. That's not how I visualize my Real Biz real life. But I do know that yeah, I may have unique talents, but I also don't think I'm the best genius in the room, not the best at everything. So I am a person making a special choice. And one of those things is walking through these type of structures all the time. So I'm excited to share this with y'all. I hope that if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit subscribe so you get the podcast to you and come join us in the challenge. You know, it, obviously in the end, just being full transparency, the end of the challenge, my goal and hope is that you'll want to come into RBA, Real Biz Accelerator, so you join us for the 52 weeks. But no hard feelings if you don't. There's still a lot of great information in the three videos, in the guides, the downloads, the f- stuff that you're going to fill out. I walk you through. So please come and do it. Commit to doing it. We really want to thrive and not just survive in the next year. Thanks for joining Rachel on this episode of The Business Bites. For show notes, a list of recommended tools, or referenced episodes, you can find them at businessbitespodcast.com. Until next time.